Thanks for joining me today. I'd like to invite you to visit my website, johnburney.org, where you can join my mailing list, access video, audio, and written teachings, sign up for online satsangs and retreats, as well as find the schedule for my public gatherings. I was really looking forward to being back here, and it's wonderful to be with all of you again. Just take your time to bring yourself deeply into the present moment. Bring your attention to your to yourself, to your breathing. You're sensing and feeling. In such a way that you really relax. and deepen into a calm presence. even though your mind may be pulling you away from now into the past or the future, or into thinking about now. Just bring yourself back here. That's it. So consciousness and presence and your deep intuitive awareness can begin to come into the foreground of your perceptual field. All by itself it does that. You're learning how to allow that. By simply being attention to what gets in the way of that coming into the foreground. That's the essence of being here fully.
And then when you pay attention to listening or observing, there'll be, there'll be a more vivid quality to your aliveness. Fresher. Newness. And there may be emotions that need to release or be given the attention that they haven't because we've been avoiding them somehow or other. <laughs> not wanting to feel them, you know. So this essential presence and consciousness that you are will light up the field of your so-called dark side. <laughs> and expose you to you in a way that will show you the way for healing and for fulfillment and inner peace. If it's not how you want it to be right now, if you're not feeling how you want to feel right now, Be careful about turning that into a story or getting caught in that story, which is very natural to do, of course. About how it is, how it could have been, how it should be, you know, how it isn't. <laughs> You know, all the tricks of the mind to keep you from yourself. That's the sad part. So the truth is you're learning to come home to you, to your true safety and inner peace. So even though it's difficult to turn towards those unconscious patterns of suffering that you have, be empathetic and patient and compassionate for the conditioned parts of yourself. Which take us down the endless rabbit holes of distraction. thinking the pain is going to go away, the condition is going to go away or something. If, you know, like the ostrich, just stick your head in the sand and, you know, and nobody can see you. <laughs> you ever seen an ostrich? You know, that's rather amusing. 
So when you realize that you can't run away from yourself, then you learn how to take care of yourself in the way that you've always needed. Learn to take beautiful, loving, tender care of yourself as you are now. And your nervous system will calm and your body will soften and your heart will begin to open and radiate the love that you intrinsically are as a being, a human being. And that's when smiling and happy to see your friends here happens. We long to love and be loved unconditionally. It's our human nature to have that true fulfillment, which ultimately is more important in this existence than almost anything else except awakening. <laughs> That's probably primary. Otherwise, the ego gets very confused about what's happening and thinks it's doing it. Be nice to the ego. It's, it's just your personal AI. It's just programmed like any computer except it has tissue and feelings, makes it much more complicated, of course. <laughs> Ego has feelings and believes what they feel and makes stories about it and believes them, actually. So be nice to yourself because it, this is a very bizarre existence. I'm not sure what we're doing here, but <laughs> oh well. Another ride on planet Earth in the infinite universe of the unknowable infinite reality of all, whatever it is. I distinctly remember looking up at the stars as a four-year-old and going, okay, what's going on? <laughs> what is this? <laughs> I have the relentless questioning mind, which I hope you will allow to emerge for you. Otherwise, you might get stuck in the belief of how you think it is.
and prevent you from being happy. Regardless of whether I'm speaking or interacting with somebody or not, <clears throat> I encourage you to let the foreground of your attention be you. Because even how you're perceiving and hearing is you. How you're interpreting is you. We create the world we create reality until we become one with reality. And then there's empty fullness that's here, that is selfless and yet connected. You don't make that happen. It will naturally emerge and is for each and every one of you already. It's a natural evolutionary unfoldment of consciousness in this limited temporary existence. And you're learning to allow it to unfold and to guide you. So that is why I am so incredibly happy to see you because I know you are true pioneers and explorers and scientists in the realm of every moment, which is at every moment of discovery. <clears throat> Not getting caught in the separate identity of the knower. That is, discovery has nothing to do with knowing, at least not on a relative level. I'm speaking, referring to the knowing that's suffering. That's the essential function of ego to survive. It needs to know what it needs to know to survive and be comfortable, basically. That's okay. But if you're following this, then you'll, you'll understand what I'm going to say now, which is the essential necessity of awareness, of presence, which is free of conditioned self, free of all identity. It's the connected field that this is here in this gathering, that you are always, whether you're aware of it or not always have been, always will be. So relax. Let go of 
trying and struggling. And just surrender. Let yourself be healed and transformed. Thank you. It's completely natural for the mind to wander and to distract. <laughs> when you've noticed that, just don't make a big deal about it. Just come back, even if it's rather continuous, relentless. Or let your mind drop into your breath and just completely sense and feel and watch and even count the breath. And when awareness or presence comes into the foreground, just open into that openness. Relax <clears throat> into that spaciousness. It grows and deepens and integrates all by itself. That's it. Be very mindful <clears throat> if you're pushing yourself in your practice or if you're beating yourself up or judging yourself. All which are very, well, they're not exactly clever there, but they're unconscious defense mechanisms designed to keep you from feeling discomfort and pain and so forth, but true practice has no doer. 
the one who is pushing and trying is the one who suffers, is the one who's trying to survive and struggle and get happy. Ego. <clears throat> it's just what it does. Don't give it a hard time. <laughs> it's intrinsic to this survival, surviving organism. That's all. All surviving organisms have it built in, one way or another. That's better. It's really beautiful today. Wow. Before I open up the dialogue, <clears throat> part of our gathering today, um, I want to remind you of the importance of appreciation and gratitude when you have it, if you have it. The ego is, the unhappy ego is often focused on what isn't enough or what's too much or how it should be different or could be different and all those things, you know. It's just always trying to make it more comfortable and better. That's all it does. It's just, that's just what it does. <laughs> it wants everything to be perfect and then to not change. So some people get it, they get everything perfect, and then, okay, now we can't let it change. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, uh, we're not in control, are we? I know, it sucks. Um My dear departed violin teacher, friend for over 40 years, Georgia, who I've talked about, who passed away in the last year, um, when I was starting to be retrained by her with my violin, I don't know, something, I had a moment of, a good moment, you know, like it, it sounded good all of a sudden, you know, something like that. <laughs> and if you've learned to play the violin, you know it can sound really not good. Um, and she said, you know, it's really important to celebrate the small victories. I thought, yeah. She was one of the most radiant, loving, giving, 
happy, fulfilled people I've ever met in my life. And I was lucky to know her as long as I did, as close as I did. She burned herself out and I'm pissed off about it because I wanted her to be around longer. <laughs> oh, well. Ugh. I'm still grieving and I probably will for a long time. It's okay. Grieving is healthy. Grieving is totally part of this healthy human that you are. So let yourself grieve the losses, the disappointments. What didn't happen that you really wanted. Or that did happen that you really didn't want. You know, those rugs that got pulled out. I don't know why, but somehow this existence, John, you know, this this guy, John, that you're looking at, um, <clears throat> got a crash course in the beginning of this life at birth, how to be with suffering from the beginning. I think even in the womb, actually. I was four pounds when I was born six weeks early and I was taken away from my mother and put in a warmer for six weeks before I could be with her. I mean, she came to see me every day, but <laughs> yeah. Um, somehow that little infant survived even without his mother. I think he learned to love just about anybody because, you know, whoever came to take care of him, any nurses, whatever, I just, you know, we need to be loved. And I certainly did. I didn't even know who my mother was. But you know, I've learned to become my own other who takes care of me and nurtures me and comforts me and others. And you get to learn that too. And if you think, oh, come on, John, this isn't spiritual. <laughs> uh, There's no separation between what people think is spiritual and what people think is human. 
They're not separate, never have been, never will be. Without the spirit of what you are, your heart wouldn't beat and your lungs wouldn't process oxygen. You wouldn't exist. So your humanity is very important to honor. And others' humanity and the and the and the health of this environment that we share on this planet. And we all know this. I just pray for the new generation that I'm helping so many of to take it where it needs to go, <laughs> which is not where it's been going. But your consciousness and your true nature will guide you. And it already is. I can see it all over the planet happening. So there's hope. And there's light in the darkness. And that's why I'm incredibly grateful that you're here and I'm with you, each and every one of you. And I went through the whole group and tuned into every one of you. And I know many of you and love many of you for a long time. And I'm just grateful to even all that I of you who I love, who I don't know yet. <clears throat> and I just know that you are incredibly important. And your life and your existence is incredibly important. Even if it feels like it's not important because so much of what's out there in the media and the brainwashing stuff teaches us that we're not enough. So we have to go do something, be something, make something to be enough. And the truth is, you are enough. You may not know that. And it doesn't mean that you don't go to medical school or <clears throat> learn how to save the environment or help people who are hungry or in pain. That doesn't mean that. If anything, it means that you'll do it if it's your calling. <clears throat> I was listening to a beautiful talk by Thich Nhat Hanh, who I knew and loved. And he was talking about doctors who go to <clears throat> places that need people into, who are suffering greatly, which there's a lot of that. And because they want to help. And the highest beings that I've had the privilege of being close to who would be considered profoundly realized spiritual beings are all have been devoting their lives to helping others. How beautiful. Because we all help each other. That's the real truth. And we do here. That's why I love our gatherings because yes, we have our so-called individual existence to take care of and to learn and find our way, which we're often lost and afraid and even overwhelmed and hopeless at times. But somehow, miraculously, we're brought back to the spirit, the aliveness, the consciousness that frees us from the whole 
shebang. <laughs> and we come back to clarity and fulfillment, and then this moment becomes everything. And it's wonderful. So when you have those moments of love or fulfillment or gratitude, give them your attention and be grateful that you have them because it means your heart is healing and becoming open and evolved. Okay, I'd like to start with um, Jean. Did you raise your hand? Perfect. Okay, let's sit together before you start. Reese, you'll be next. Okay. Just tune in, okay? Close your eyes. I feel you. I want to make sure you feel you. That's it. There you go. Good. I know, it's hard. I'm sorry. You can't push that. You can't open that up. Okay? It will open by itself. You can you can talk anytime you want. Hey, John. Hey. Um, I think I wanted to share a little bit of what was happening in my experience recently. Sure. sure. Okay. Um, and maybe have a little feedback and, and sit. But um, recently for me, um, I feel like my practice has maybe changed a little bit in the way that like I engage um, with myself, like internally. Um, So recently I feel like I've been able to, well, like previously, maybe it was more of like I was bringing awareness to something. Maybe it's like constriction or like these, these, patterns in my body that were closed off more more or less but um i feel like now it's it's not like a bringing attention to it's almost like acknowledging that there's awareness in what i'm being aware of if that makes sense okay so it's i feel like at least in my experience that it sort of like brings these like contractions online or almost like i'm acknowledging that they're there and sometimes they can begin to transform like that 
That's right. Good. It's, I don't know if that's, you know, it feels. I, I get like, what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. So. So. I don't know. Did you want any like feedback about that or? Sounds, yeah. I, yeah. Possibly. It, you know, yeah. everyone has their own unique unfoldment in this way. Okay, it can happen lots and lots and lots of different ways. But I can tell that it's working for you. And I like your description. So let's just sit together now. Unless there's something else you need to talk about. No, uh, yeah, I just wanted to kind of yeah. share that and maybe the, get some feedback. And, the and only thing I would say is, which I was saying before we talked, was notice when, you, when you're trying, when you're doing, when the doer gets in there the one who wants something or doesn't want something or wants it to be different or more of or less than oh yeah see i got i got you now that one and there's nothing wrong with that just notice it when it's happening that's the other thing you want to be aware of in your awareness so to speak okay because when i say bring awareness it's a little misleading because actually what i'm saying is the only true practice is when there's no one practicing this is confusing to the ego mind because it doesn't understand it but what it means is that <clears throat> pure consciousness is what we are when that becomes available until then you have to do relative practice where you do do practice and you do think about it and so forth that's fine but at some point and i think everyone here has had that if not quite a bit awareness becomes more presence becomes more available which is not personal self-generated it just is yeah yeah i know you have that so so the point is this that but even so there's still going to be the conditioned parts of ourselves that are going to kick in automatically that's where you want to bring attention that's why suzuki roshi said practice begins with enlightenment it begins with awareness conscious because otherwise you're just doing uh -huh. a form you're just doing a form you know, you're putting your hand yeah. in a mudra, you got your legs in full lotus, you're counting your breath, whatever. You're doing a mantra, you're doing a visualization, whatever you do in your practice. <clears throat> but that, and that's fine to do a form as long as you can keep doing the form. But once the formless becomes foreground, then the, then the actual practice takes on a whole new reality completely. Okay. And so, the, so you're right, your practice will continue to naturally evolve just does good yeah i'm glad to hear that so that's the only thing i would say for feedback let's sit a little if you like mm -hmm. okay good and you can bring attention you can bring a, a awareness whatever you want to call it to the areas that yeah you know it's interesting you really um <laughs> because I've known you a while, I can I can give you some feedback that there's really an evolution happening in your heart center. It really is. And, it, you know, you, you can't make the flower bloom, but let's just say there's a bud there. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. And I think it's 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 doing well. I think it looks it's it looks hopeful. <laughs> That's good to hear. 
Yeah, I'm back growing gardenias again, and I and I watch those little buds, and I'm really aware of them every day. I take a look at them and see how they're doing. Yeah, I know how to take care of them. I know how to. Oh, they're amazing! (laughs) I know how to take care of them. (laughs) Good. Okay, Sean. Thank you for all your support. It's great to have you help out. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, it's anytime. Thank you. Okay, so let's sit a little before I work with Reese. Thank you. People are listening so deeply with so much profound open-heartedness. And I'm just going to go right to working with Reese. So whenever you're ready, Reese, you can start. Or we can start by sitting together. Hi, John. Thanks for calling on me. Sure. Um having a lot of energy in my chest, sternum, neck, and it's kind of connected to a series of events that have unfolded this year and kind of a falling out with a group of friends and some trauma that I've talked to you about in the past. Mm -hmm. I'm just so amazed how much anger I have that has continues to come up. And when I was sitting, I even had like this psychic scream that was so powerful. It's like the energy itself was screaming in my throat. Mm. And I'm scared of how much blame and projection is in it toward mm. these people because they're also, I see their innocence and their kindness and mm-hmm. no one's really to blame yet. Mm-hmm. I have such resentment and anger that I was traumatized in this context and it's been with me for so many months and it it's amazing how much I ruminate on it and mm-hmm. <clears throat> well that's yes oh this is a good question or a good thing to bring up to work with So why don't you close your eyes and I'll respond to that if I may. Thank you. Sure. The movement of all that energy is really a healing process. And I'm glad you're not getting caught in the story about it. Which, so the expression of the anger and the blame, all that, that's just a way for your body to begin to clear the trauma of the hurt that you experienced. So just allow that to happen, but don't get caught in the story of, don't make don't get caught in the conclusions or be careful about any conclusions you make about the situation or anyone. 
it's okay to have them on a temporary basis as a kind of expression of the truth of the pain. Okay, that's different than the real truth. Good. Then you won't get caught in that or act out or something or stuff it. <clears throat> a lot of times people stuff their feelings because they're afraid of having these feelings because they're because they also know the people were good or you know all that other stuff. They didn't mean to traumatize me or whatever, but I'm traumatized. <laughs> you know, it's like this is this is the catch twenty two of inner work and transformation. But it's very important to clarify this. It's not so easy to clarify this, but I try as much as possible because it's essential that people understand this distinction. Good. Well, I can tell you from knowing you and tuning in with you that there's no question you are evolving with this. And and like and you're and you are also your heart is becoming much, much, much more open. When we really work with our traumas and our hurt, we, we our heart becomes more open, not more closed. <clears throat> That's it. Good. And as one of my teachers, when I was young, one of my early mentors told me, she said, sometimes, you know, you have to have these, you know, strong reactions in order to be able to move on and not continue to be with people that you're not compatible with. Your energies are not compatible. And then she wagged her finger at me when I was 20. She says, your problem <laughs> is you try to make it right with everybody. <laughs> and it's taken me 50 years to finally be free of that. And she was right, you know, and it, she, she got me amazingly at when I was 20. Thank goodness she was one of the most important people I knew and met in my entire life. Ann Armstrong. So, so don't blame yourself for blaming and judging. It's okay. Even Hugh Len, who's a great, amazing being and teacher of Ho'oponopono, Hawaiian psychologist and realized beautiful being. He, he talks about, he, he teaches about judging and how to work with it beautifully. And he has this funny, he's so radiant, just being, just tuning in his energy is just a total rush. <clears throat> and he's, but he's also honest about how he's a judging human being. And he says, I, I've given myself a promise that if I can go through one day without judging, I'll give myself a big giant ice cream sundae. He goes, I still haven't had that yet. <laughs> and I thought, thank you for being real. People are afraid of real. Mm -hmm. They want perfect. There is no perfect. Oh, what an airbrush model, you know, and a Gucci ad. Come on. Anorexic. You know, mm -hmm. the influencers, whatever that is. God, I don't, yeah, it's scary what that's doing. You, you're, is that helpful? Yeah, that's very helpful. Thank you.
you are, there's, there's no question that you're, you went through that, you know, it's, this is where you begin to see that that situation as difficult and painful as it was, it is, is evolving you. You could, you wouldn't be evolving like you are now if it didn't happen. Mm. Our hearts are meant to bro be broken. They get bigger because of it. They get more beautiful and more loving because of it. And you are, without question. So, Thank you. You're so welcome. Thank you so much. Yeah, take care. Okay, we'll sit a minute, and then I'll I'll sit with uh, Ingrid next, and then Anthony Lehman. Okay, after Ingrid. Did I pronounce your name right, Anthony? Good. I look forward to meeting with you. So I'll be with you in a minute, Ingrid. So before I um, meet with Ingrid, I just want to take a minute to mention something. Uh, so kind of appropriate, actually, good timing after working with Reese. But uh, in case you didn't know it, I'm ju we're just starting to have a um, uh, certain special gatherings that we're making available on my website on the store. And there's a new one that's going to be coming out soon maybe in the next week or two, probably. And uh, it's called Walking Through the Fire, Bringing Consciousness to the Trauma of Existence, kind of like what we've been just working with. And it's the Inspired Aliveness series. Um, the little opening says, what would it be like to allow your deepest pain without struggle or avoidance? In this inspiring series of talks and dialogues, John invites you to encounter the intense energies of emotional upheaval and with tenderness and humanity. How amazing that we were just working with that. So yeah, it's a wonderful gathering and that that uh, will be available if you're interested. And it's so great to be able to watch these and listen to these. Uh, there's so much rich material in the interactions that uh, is so helpful. I know it's been so helpful to people. So I just wanted you to know about the store and that we're starting to very slowly populated with things. And we'll let you know about them. But I just wanted to give you a heads up about that ahead of time. So thanks for letting me mention it. Okay, let me find Ingrid here. There you are. Okay. So Ingrid, let's sit a minute before we start, okay? Yeah, it's good to see you. You too. Thanks. Take your time. I just um, 
first of all, I just want to thank Jean and Reese for so much sweetness. It was so palpable um, how much sweetness they brought to their shares. I could really feel in my heart. Um, I just have a, this year has been bizarre. Um, I just have a real, there's like a changing sense of self. A less of a sense of self, but not necessarily in a good way, might feel a little like diffuse or something. What do you mean? <clears throat> I'm, I'm, by the way, before you mentioned it, I was very aware of this. Yeah. I wouldn't, I didn't, there was no story or, or words. So it may be, oh, there it is. Let's just sit. Yeah. Let's just, yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, you're, mm -hmm. okay, good. This is good, actually. I could tell before you talked. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of chi in it. Like there's a oh, lot. Uh, of yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know. It's, what do you need or want? What are you afraid of? What is, what's in the way? Because let me just reassure you. What you want is happening. It's just not necessarily going to be easier or reassuring. <laughs> I'm sorry. It, 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 it doesn't. It, that's why that's why you got me. Right. You know, you, you know me long. And how long have we known each other now? The boys were a year and a half and they're 14 and a half. So, okay. Right. Yeah. And, you know, we've, we've been through, a, we've, we've seen a lot together. I, yeah, I mean, I can put words on it, but it's really just diffuse sense of self. Yeah, it's okay. A lot of masks coming off and then good, good. what the hell's underneath and sort of feels like nothing or maybe a collapsed and uh, yeah, well, you know, you've been so, you've been such, this is, this is, I get what you're talking about because you've, you've been someone who, let's just say made things happen. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, and when you're that kind of structure, as it were, um, <laughs> when this, when this transformation, which has always been happening for you, I mean, when you first showed up at, San Francisco, one of the one of the first ones you had a big experience. And um, <clears throat> the that was 14 years ago. Right. It's not it's this, the evolution of this through a human existence isn't quick. People expect it to be like presto changeo or something. That's not really the way it works. Not long term. Um, so, you know, you're it's you are being undone and yet you're not going to lose your functionality. A lot of people are worried about that. Wait a minute. I can't, I can't get up there and do the tap dance the way I used to do it. Okay. That's it. See, but you know what you will, you'll do the tap dance better than you did it before. You just don't know that now. Yeah. This, I, is, the, this is the very hard part actually for a lot of people. That's why, you know, it's why the hardest path is the so-called householder path, what used to be called the householder path in the yoga terms, right? In yogic 
language, but it's like where you still have a life, you have a, you know, a family, you have work, you have a partner, whatever it is. And you, you know, you live in the world and yet you're still in a sense, as brother David would say, you're a monk in the world. You're just not, you're just sort of, you know, you're in drag as a regular person, so to speak. Right. So there's this kind of, you're living in the world is just, you know, a mom and all of it. And, uh, and when, what you do in your work and stuff and what you've done in your work. And yet at the same time, you're, you're a monk and you're in a mon you're in a you're in a hermitage and you're having profound transformation everyone here is actually it's the truth so this is why it's helpful that we have each other to hear about it there's so many different angles and how it's evolving for each individual that's why this worldwide gathering that we have is so extremely rich and valuable in my opinion i i no i noticed when you know, you're touching into that, what came of the, like, you know, that it's uncomfortable to have that falling apart. There, a very sort of young question of like, well, who's going to take care of me if I am not that doer, right? Like that. Je Jesper. <laughs> <laughs> no. I wouldn't that on him um but you no, know it's no it, he'll it's he'll a do really it young he'll, part, he'll, right? he'll, like, he'll want to yeah like it feels like a baby right of just like well who's going to take care of me if i'm not taking care of everything and that's not a real question it's no just i a, understand like, and, and i then, understand this yeah I'm teasing and then you a there's bit. another you know the like the mental health illness um struggle that my mom's been through so that i feel like at the bottom and at the top there's that holding the top mm. is like i don't want to lose my mind and the bottom is i'm just right. a baby right um, of course this is very common with people who have family members who have gone over the edge yeah and and, and there's a great deal of fear and trauma actually well and i, I really am recognizing how these structures of things that i thought i was that I'm actually the not. This is I'm why practice. This is why learning. How to, this is why learning how to practice effectively, which we're doing here, is essential. Okay. During transformation, and the fact, and that people haven't learned this is why they're having so many problems that people have with awakenings and so forth. Well, because that big first awakening that I had twenty some odd years ago, I really did feel like, how am I going to operate knowing this? And so that I think has been why, you know, it's, I'm taking my time here because I don't want to blow out the system, but I'm, I guess I'm wondering, is there any place to orient inside of my own awareness or does that naturally bubble up? To That's freedom? a great question. So let's sit now. Okay. That's a question to sit with. That's a beautiful, incredible question. Sit with that, be with that question of, is there a place, if you put it, however you put it, that you can orient? Because that actually is a question. It is not an answer. There's not an answer there. And what's happening right now is you're being the orientation, which is interconnected, infinite, undying, unborn consciousness presence 
then that is the answer. Period. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. And we don't have a choice about it. If we're forced into it, I was forced into this. Everybody is true. When it's the true path of transformation, we are for we, yeah, we may very well welcome it and want it. Many people do, a lot of people don't. <laughs> Mixed. <laughs> I went kicking and screaming the whole way. <laughs> That's why I relate to people who have a hard time because because I made it hard. <laughs> Yeah. 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 No. You know what? I you know it's funny cuz this brings up a funny personal story. Can I share with you briefly? Yes, I was please. you know Ajahn and I've been friends for a long time and I was I was talking to him at one point and saying, you know, well, I said who's going to take care of me when I'm old? He goes, "I will." That's what he said. I don't know if he remembers this, but I should send him an email and say, "Do you remember when you said you're going <laughs> to I know he would actually, because we have that kind of connection. But, you know, I'll take care of you, Ingrid. You'll be taken care of. And that true, it's like the, it's like the divine mother that we all need. Yeah. This is, you're moving into the much deeper humanity of who you are now not just the egocentric surviving winner that you've been, right? And so that's what's happening. Fabulous. It's so good. To, it's, I'm really glad that you're here and that you're sharing this and it's truly happening. And, and it happens in its own way, in its own time. We don't make this happen. Right. Yes. You're very welcome. Thank you, John. You're so welcome. Lots of love. Love you so much. Thank you. Okay, we'll sit a little bit and then I'll work with, hey, Hanukkah, it's so good to see you. I wondered where you were. Hi, great to see you. I'll, we'll talk another time. I know you didn't raise your hand today. Um, Marco, great to see you too. Um, and everyone else. I didn't mention everybody. <laughs> I could go, take me a while to get through. Elizabeth, everybody. Um, Louise. Yeah. Okay, we'll sit a little and then I'll uh, I'll meet with Anthony. Thank you. Before I get to Anthony, I just, the interaction with um, Ingrid brought up a, something I think important to share. By the way, Samuel, great to see you. Really great to see you. Um, you know, wanting to know, which is kind of the essence of 
Angerin's question is intrinsic to human nature. So it's okay to want to know. But let me give you the set, the, the other part of that. <laughs> the key to understanding is not knowing. It's a being understanding. And that's what was happening in my interaction with Ingrid, if you were deeply attuned to that. That's what you will trust, and that's what you will follow as you continue to heal and evolve and become more and more realized. Because enlightenment or is really not a position, a place. It's It should be it's a process that goes on from the beginning of awakening throughout the rest of your life. It doesn't stop. So it's an ongoing evolution of this human condition self. Now, some people have awakening and they don't evolve at all as a human being, as we have very unfortunate bad examples of with people who are in positions of authority and power and take advantage of their power. <clears throat> the integrated path, which is what we're teaching here is really about how to live life fully and evolve through all the ups and downs of life and continually become more and more and more truly enlightened, realized, and open-hearted, unconditionally loving, and all of it. And that is what happens. And at the same time, you've got your life and all the stuff that it goes, you know, all the, all the baggage, all the responsibilities, all of it, you know, it's, I wish it could be simpler somehow. I don't know. I, I want to snap my fingers and make it simpler. Okay, Sue, so I'm going to come down and live in your house in, in Australia. And just, just let me, give me a room and I'm coming. I want to get on the boat and go to the island and not have to think about anything. Just make sure there's good internet so I can do this. I'll be up at some god-awful hour doing satsang, I'm sure. <laughs> Kidding. I, I, I love Australia. I, I want to get back there. It's been a long time. Anthony. Okay. Let's uh, let me get you up here on my screen full size. Great to see everybody. I missed you guys. Anthony. Hi, John. Nice Hi. to see you. How are you? It's nice to see you. Yeah, we, uh, it's almost 10 years, 10 years in January that I came to one of your satsangs. Oh, I remember. That's right. Oh, in my God. Center, yeah. I Yeah. Yeah. yeah Great you're to see. You're much healthier, actually. Well, thank you. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm getting younger at 70. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. yeah. Thank I you mean, so much. Yeah, no, it's amazing. Yeah. It's, uh, it's 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 a hard job learning this life, but you know if you pay attention, you keep learning. Yeah, yeah. I was saying, I'm in Denmark right now, and I was hoping that you uh, perhaps could help me uh, unstick unstick myself. I'm in the middle of an inquiry that's uh, um, I've been sort of stuck in for uh, two days or so. Okay, and. So, I mean, one of my teachers for, a, you know, a while ago said something which really resonated for me, which was that um, I am here can be problematic, <laughs> but here is in me 
is the end of the problem. And that was very powerful for me. Yeah, it's beautiful. You know, and mm -hmm. uh, and since then, it's been like noticing that, you know, I'm everywhere, you know, and it's very easy. It flows very naturally. And then my partner, Arneda, in a conversation uh, two days ago, pointed out that she knows me quite well. And <laughs> it's, um, it's possible that even though I don't mind being everywhere, maybe I'm not so keen being in my body. Okay. In here. <laughs> Yeah, in well, this. that's you're not alone in that, you know. Yeah. That's pretty common. Yeah. You ready to come into your body? Yeah, yes, I think so. Well, let me help you. <laughs> that's then. what this is about. That's I got it. No, no, it almost looks like you're afraid. Yeah. Yes, I think so. The, I think, the, the yeah. inquiry that I'm doing is that it's shameful to be in the body. Oh, wow. Oh, my. Oh. Okay, I'm getting goosebumps all over my body now. Let's just sit together. No, you know, the thing that I love about this interaction is that this is very common. A lot of people are programmed with that kind of shame and judgment or whatever it is. And so cut themselves off from themselves. Well, may I, may I introduce you to you? and help you get to know you, you'll get younger too. Okay, that's what I'm here for. Right on. Because if you're really on the path, you will, and, and so, even though I have various health challenges that I was, you know, I didn't get the, I didn't get the royal flush of genetics. So I've had some things I've had to deal with in this body, but I've learned to take care of this body and what it needs. And, and yet this has been my, vehicle and my teacher so much of the way and um oh i feel you i'm so glad you have bringing this here so you let's sit together and you can have your eyes open or closed whatever you're more comfortable with okay and i'm i'm very tuned in with you open is fine okay good Sometimes when people have their eyes open, they keep certain protective dynamics in their body going. So why don't you close them for a minute? So we'll just give that a shot and see how it goes, okay? That's it. And I want you to pay attention in your throat. <clears throat> yeah. Just notice if there's any sensations in there. It could be subtle. You're good. You know, the thing is, your awareness is so developed. Presence is so developed, is that when you bring attention to something, it 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 sort of automatically dissolves. Have you noticed that? Yeah. And so this is something that you want to now work with any feelings that you might have. And I would say, just let's do a simple practice, and you can guide yourself with this on your own, and I'd recommend it, where you, you know, start at the top of your head or the bottom of your toes and work through your whole body. And as you 
name the parts as it were, consciousness will automatically go there. So this is truly what mindfulness practice was meant to do. Because mindfulness practice was invented after people awakened in order to manage it. Ajahn, I've talked about this. It wasn't invented beforehand. How, why would it be? Right? It's kind of like, oh God, now what, how do I deal with this? Right? How do I deal with Kundalini, you know, with energy shooting through my spine, all that? We figured out how to manage this. That's right. So now you get to have the great discovery of your. Wow, you're, yeah, you see, now you're starting to fill in almost like a coloring book, you know, a coloring book that just has outlines and no color. And you're starting to color in all of your, all of your body. You know, every bit of it, right down to, you can go right into the cells, you can go into the atoms, actually, into the DNA. It's pretty cool. I think ultimately we'll develop the ability uh, if, as we evolve as a species where we will probably be able to heal most things without any external input. We're not, some people can do that, but I, it's rare. That's it. So notice what's happening. I, I Be aware, and it's interesting, it feels like the forehead is dense. No offense. That there's some there. Intelligence can really become a kind of barrier. If you want to let your brain and your forehead and your cranium just become more conscious, just even as an image, that's it. That's better. Now I feel more of your cranial bones. Good. You see how it's working? And you can go, you may not yet, and into the eyebrows, the eyes, the cheeks, the nose. The jaw, throat. And you can just go down, you can, I'll let you do it on your own, where you can guide yourself and see what happens, because where you put attention, energy will go there. And there may be, I don't feel it now, it's not present, I felt it earlier, but there might be deep fears that are deeply buried and protected. Yeah, I'm getting a yes on that. And so there's, yeah, but it's, but they, I think your consciousness is so developed that it's just hanging out in your heart center like you are now, is working already. If I had more time, I'd do a whole body awareness with you, but I think you can do it on your own. How is this? Is there any questions, feedback, comments, anything? Is this is this helpful? Yes, thank you. Yeah, I think more will be revealed, as they say, truly. So you can't go look, don't go digging for things. <clears throat> yeah. When it when something's ready to emerge, it will. If it isn't, it won't. It's, there's no point digging unless there's a reason to dig. But I think that 
Um, you're doing beautifully. It's great to see you and be with you. Likewise. Thank wow. you so much. Give my give my love to Arneta. Yes. yes. Oh, are you there? Oh, hi. Big <laughs> hugs to you. Yes, I'm to you. <laughs> Lots of love. I'll get to Denmark one of these days. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we'll, get a, we'll get hopefully. Yeah. Okay, you guys. Well, listen, big hugs. Anthony, yeah. great to see you again. Likewise. I'm to you too. Beautiful, beautiful work. Yeah. It's it's wonderful. You know, it's like that's why practice is such a gift, because you get to keep discovering all the time. Mm. You know? Yeah. It's infinite. So yeah. take good care. I look this forward to seeing you again. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Bye -bye. So so welcome. Okay. Let's see how we're doing now. Let's just sit a little bit and I'll work with another person in a minute or so. Thank you. Hey, I'd like to work with uh, Desiree now. Maybe we can move your picture so I can see your face a little better. Thank you, John. Sure. Hi. Hi. <clears throat> um, so it's been uh, a few interesting years, probably about, I'll say about four years from now. Um, I had this moment where I was a very motivated person. I... I was achieving a lot and all my life was about these ego goals. Um, and then suddenly that didn't matter anymore. About um, four, four years ago? Yeah, about four years ago. Okay. So it's been this process where I try to pursue those goals that I set when I was a child that I thought one day will make me happy. And, and I feel I try to cling to them, but they don't matter anymore. Uh, I look into the details and see shallow like they they don't seem important they don't seem deep anymore um so it's been very hard trying to find a purpose again and at the same time trying to keep surviving in this world if that makes sense like having mm. i i know i have to wake up every day because i need to go i need to work i need to survive like it's part of it but it doesn't seem important anymore i feel that um yeah, it's just so hard to differentiate between what is a real desire, like a real soul desire, uh, real intuition, what is just what I was taught, um, that it was true, that it was success, that it, yes. So just mm -hmm. a lot of confusion, um, mm -hmm. a lot of mixed feelings, and just, mm -hmm. just trying to find some sort of clarity. Mm. Well, I appreciate your question. I wish we had the time to really dive into this, but we unfortunately, uh, this is a this is a very complex and multi-leveled question, and I'm so glad you're here. Yeah, 
um, but let's let me tune in with you on a deeper level right now and, and respond to those because we don't have a lot of time right now. But I want to honor what's happening with you more deeply because this can happen where you get sort of thrown off track and then you don't and you're trying to find what's the purpose of my life how to live my life what what's you know how when you when you go through these shifts that can happen and i don't want to get we don't have time to get into the details obviously but maybe sometime we'll have a chance to have that conversation and uh, we can look at that if it's still happening but <clears throat> right now what i'd like to do is help you um where are you calling from by the way where are you living uh so i'm right now in hawaii Oh, you're in Hawaii. Oh, okay. So let your eyes close. That's it. And just notice what you are aware of right now. Yeah. What are you feeling? What's happening? A lot of pain in my chest. Yeah. Yeah. So that's where you want to put your attention. Okay, so I think there's a lot of emotion that probably wants to move. Because if we don't, if we don't allow the emotional healing, if we stop it, it can often restrict us in certain ways or keep us kind of in a limbo situation. And it's hard to get if we're if we're emotionally congested, uh, we don't we don't have access to clarity or intuitive guidance. So that's the first step, okay, is working with this emotional pain that you have around this loss of how it was or should be and so forth, this disillusionment that you've been through, basically, okay? So that's, so we got right to it right away, which is that's, and you can work with that in lots of ways in, in therapy and practice, There's lots of, lots of ways to do, to work with this, which I encourage you to do and, and find the support for. And here as well, of course. But I think that's really essential that you can begin to work on the the pain that's in your heart and to begin to allow that to release and notice if you're stopping it or, or holding it back. Because a lot of time when we're conditioned to be achievers, which we are, we, we shut down our... Mm, our feeling bodies, we, we push them aside so that we can achieve our goals. Okay. Yeah. Right. So now you, <laughs> now you have to backtrack and do this part. <laughs> you will, you know, it's forcing you to, that's why you raised your hand. And I know you will, you'll find your way in this, the, the, what we, what happens here in these groups, if you've been here before, you'll know really helps with this a great deal. Okay. So allow, yeah, good. So I'm glad to see you and thank you for your question. I can already tell that something's starting to open in there a little more. I don't know if you can feel it yet. Can you feel it? Yes. Yeah. So what that means is that you're truly deepening 
Now that's can be very disorienting for, it's kind of like what I was talking to Ingrid about very much similar kind of, yeah, you could relate to that one, right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She's been at it for a while. And so I understand this because I, I spent most of my life alone and misunderstood and I didn't have anybody to give me feedback. Well, I did have people to give me feedback along the way, but it was, it was, wasn't easy. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I know. But I, but I can reassure you that, that, that your what happened to you four years ago is authentic and it's actually working. It's really, it's slowly guiding you and, and helping you find your way, even though right now you feel lost or however you feel, or frustrated, okay? <laughs> so do your job, do the best you can to manage, and you'll see how this evolves. <clears throat> is that helpful right now for you? Um, yes, it is helpful. I guess, I guess it's helpful to know somebody's understanding. That's right. Absolutely. I get you. Thank you, you take you take good care of yourself, okay? Thank you. I hope to see you again. Okay, thank you. Okay, now we have about 10 minutes where we can sit in silence. I'm sorry I didn't get to everybody. It's usually not able to, but <clears throat> I think we're here next week. So uh, if you're still needing attention, just, you know, raise your hand again. Okay, Charlie? Um, yeah. Marco. <clears throat> so I really invite you to be with those parts of you that need something or want something right now. And just allow that voice or those expressions or feelings to be, to move through you. It's like what Reese was talking about at the beginning. And it's, it, even though it was difficult for him, what's interesting is that it's working actually. It's opening his heart more. And even Ingrid mentioned it, which was beautiful. And I'm very aware of it. So this is how we begin to see how it works, even though our egos. Uh, it, and often it feels um, contradictory. It's ironic. No. How it truly works is not how you think. Yeah, Nick, I'm sorry I didn't get to you either. Oh, good to see you. Okay. May this deep peace and equanimity that you are go with you throughout your day and your week and your life. And may you continually be guided to learn how to allow it to heal you and show you the way. As it is already.
we're just about out of time today. It's wonderful, really wonderful to be with you. And thank you for everyone for your incredible attention on such a deep level. And for those of you that I worked with, um, it's an honor and a privilege and a joy to be with you. Um, I just want to mention there's a three-day retreat coming up at the end of October, which I recommend signing up for. It's uh, These three-day retreats are awesome. It's October 27th, 28th, and 29th. It's Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. It's four hours a day, basically. And um, <clears throat> you can look at the information on the website, but some, many of you have been on these before, but they're really terrific. And I highly recommend, uh, I'm looking forward to it. It's really wonderful to have that much time together. So hope you can make it. Uh, take wonderful care of yourselves as I know you are and will. And um, lots of love, happy trails. Thank you so much. And bye for now.